Are we going to do this for real now? Yeah. Are you gonna yeah talk, I'm good. Talk, I'm talking talk into my mic. mic. Yeah. I mean, I'm good. Okay. Third time's the charm. Or is it the third? Who needs you know what? Who's counting? Welcome to the Bisexual Podcast. Your favorite crafty queer Canadian content. I'm John, and I am here. I'm Kelsey, and I am so glad you're here. You, John, and also you, the listeners. Yeah, just get the cheese in there, like, right away. I got those holiday vibes, all that nostalgia and togetherness. Cheer. 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 I'm making a face that shows how cheerful I am. <laughs> okay, but you know what does bring an actual cheer? I don't know. Cheerful. You almost cried. Um, remember when we did an episode like three years ago and we're like, hey, send us a voice clip. About- <gasps> I did cry. <laughs> you can't start stories with remember that time you cried because like, buddy. <laughs> That's all the time. <laughs> That's all the time forever. <laughs> You're a cancer. We get it. <laughs> um, but this is a good cry this one this, this was this i didn't even this feel bad about a, this cry this is a sweet a and touching cry. cry yeah no somebody actually sent us a voicemail so ins- wait instead of just describing my crying let's say that no let's say the thing because we we our last episode we went on a non-fiber tangent as we are very want to want do, to do. <laughs> um and we talked about the albums that both defined us and made us who we are. Wait, no, those are the same. What did, what did we do? Defined and shaped. Defined and shaped as separate questions. We put out a call for the folks, you folks who listen to us to tell us some things about you because we're tired of doing all the talking. We want, you know, carry some weight, carry, carry your weight in this conversation um, and let us know what albums shaped and or defined you. And someone answered and they sent us a voice clip. So so here's the inaugural bisexual podcast mailbag segment. Fuck yeah! Hi, Kelsey and John. Uh, this is Rose from Mississauga. Uh, I loved your new recent, most recent episode. Um, I'm a fairly new listener to your podcast. I got turned on to it by a friend fairly recently, so I'm kind of catching up. But uh, I loved the conversation about the album that defined you, and so I thought I would take you up on your uh, suggestion that we send in a voice memo um, telling us, telling you about our favorite album because I think mine is going to be somewhat similar to Kelsey's, uh, except I'm a little bit younger. So my album was Minutes to Midnight by Linkin Park Um, for some of the same reasons. It was kind of, I went through my angsty teenage depression as well as the biochemical depression. Um, And yeah, I was also really affected by Chester's death in a way that I don't think any other celebrity has affected me. So yeah, <laughs> just wanted to show the solidarity there. So thanks. Bye. Yay! <laughs> uh, I, we, I, I, we got that in, um, in the email um, a couple weeks ago. It was the day that I went for a walk with my friend that I haven't seen in like months and getting that voice clip was still the best thing to happen that day. You sent me a uncontextualized voice clip and then, I don't know, like seven crying emojis. And I had no idea what I was in for. (laughs) 
but it was so lovely and it's so a fuck yeah Lincoln Park b it's so nice to have people talk back to us and to like feel like we're not just shouting into the void well apparently we're not shouting because that the one one review we have (laughs) says we're too quiet so we're whispering into the void as some might say you're speaking gently to the void (laughs) (laughs) whispering Um, sweet nothings to the void crying softly into the void as the case may be yeah it's just it's so nice to like hear from people and to like also know that i am i specifically i'm not alone in my lincoln park feels somebody did really show like i've had a couple people message me and text me personally and i'm like no man this is supposed to be a voice memo yeah you know who you are (laughs) um but somebody said that they 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 would go with both meteora and american idiot hey Um, yeah somebody else said um um an album by less than jake Hmm. um so i went and i listened to it because i was like i don't know I love getting music suggestions and like it was good they were kind of in in my orbit in high school but I never really like listened to them it was it was nice it was fun it was different from what I've been listening to lately I don't know like it's it's just I love sample sizes of who a person is like I love just being able to be like define yourself by this very narrow category and like let me know let me learn who you are based on these very specific confines and i just who you were when you were 15 yes also that (laughs) but it's also neat that everyone like all the people who've answered and like in our conversations like we've all the music the albums we pick are from the around the same time in our lives like early high school ish Mm -hmm. which is very cool and i guess makes sense because i don't know that i was really a person before that meteora made me a person (laughs) i wasn't a person without good charlotte (laughs) thanks joel madden and g both of them he's so often looked over (laughs) and he he was the one with the good makeup like he's the one people know good charlotte for by aesthetic wasn't joel the lead singer yeah but benji had that eyeliner (laughs) (laughs) Uh (laughs) uh-huh My grade eight boyfriend dressed like Benji from Good Charlotte, and I didn't like him really as a person, but I really liked that he dressed like Benji from Good Charlotte, so I would hold his hand. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, well, I think we're off to a great start for a fiber podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is this is this is what people are here for. Um, but uh, on the topic of music, and oh, given boy. that it is currently December twenty first. Oh no. Oh no, I know where right? this is going. <laughs> um, I thought it would be fun to do what Christmas carol you are based on your horoscope sign. None of them. I hate all Christmas music. Fucking I am the Grinch. sound of silence. You are the But Grinch. not the song. Just the actual silence. Okay, well the podcast is canceled because we can't be friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. You're the Halloween gay, I'm the Christmas gay. Um, I think we very clearly established this. Just just once. Just one time. I would love to read the write-up for cancer without seeing the word emotional come sensitive. on that would be really i have fun. other qualities i don't think you do probably i, I don't, don't know what they are do. but i definitely feel like they're in there somewhere i don't think i always used to be sad i'm yeah no Before ever since a i person, became a person probably... <laughs> ever since i became a person when i listened to meteora for the first time i have been sad 
Um, well, you're White Christmas. Oh, come on. It, it says, ah, emotional little cancer. <laughs> Even when it comes to Christmas, you're all about the nostalgia of the holiday. What carol could better represent you than the feelsy tune White Christmas? Not only does it capture your imaginative and thoughtful personality, but the soft melody is also guaranteed to bring out your sensitive side. You might shed a few tears listening to this song, but what can you say? You like embracing your emotions. Okay. For, for, first of all, Christmas carols do not make me cry, except when there's too many, and I hate them. Second of all, I do not like embracing my emotions. I am just consistently forced to embrace my emotions. There is a big old difference. Third of all, this is way too on the nose and I'm very upset about it <laughs> because I have been having many Christmas feels and having Christmas feels conversations with all of the important people in my life right now. And it is, I feel personally attacked. <laughs> Not a fan. What's yours? Fucking, I don't know, some song about how great you are probably. Oh, Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> you, that would Christmas be very tree. appropriate for you. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> um, this is, I love this. You're the most peaceful and fair-minded sign of all the Zodiac, Libra. Considering how much you love the story of justice and cooperation, <laughs> is there any surprise that Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is your ultimate holiday song? <laughs> what? <laughs> but beyond Rudolph's story of triumph, you're also drawn to this tune because of the way it brings people together. Plenty of little quips have been added to this carol's lyrics over the years, and your social personality loves to sing along with this catchy melody with all your pals. Triumph and justice? Justice and cooperation. This is not the appropriate take from that song, I think. Not even remotely. Like, what? That's a song about... You only have value if people have use for you. And you don't get to stand up to the people who have bullied and tormented you. You just have to forgive them and carry the slate. Carry the slate. Right, like shoulder all of the responsibility. Like all of it. Rudolph needs a fucking therapist. I mean, like, I do relate to this, but I think but that but they put they phrased it in a very, very incorrect way. I mean, you do love justice. And cooperation. and cooperation. And like, I'm into Triumph. Triumph is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that sure is a take. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. About that. I think that that one, that, that's funny. That's an interesting way to spin it. So speaking of holiday feels. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, it just. It's different this year. Christmas hits a little different this year. It, for, for, for many reasons. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Like, well, one. Well, now I don't even want to say it because I'm just proving the stupid song right. <laughs> but it doesn't feel like Christmas because there is no snow and I'm sad about it. And it's like really warm. I walked down to get coffee and like didn't have a coat on because it's beautiful outside. Um, but I don't know. Like it's just it's with the lockdown because the lockdown has now been extended past the 21st, which we, of course, expected. Like there was no way that wasn't going to happen, but... It also, so it's like weird for the store, but it's also weird for like Christmas. Like I've never, I've been realizing now that Christmas with my family is something I have come to, I don't know, like, oh God. It's a, it's kind of a given. 
Like, yeah, like you, it's, you have Christmas with your family. It's just always what I've done, either like with my own, like with my family or with my partner's family, who I always could, my partner at the time, who like, whose family I always considered mine. And then we would either like, you know, Christmas with one family and then immediately go to the next family. So we're still like doing all the Christmas vibes with the family. And like, it's always just been such a family thing. And I've always just been like, Ugh, Christmas, whatever. I don't super care. Like, whatever. It's just a thing we do. But as it's drawing closer and I'm realizing I'm not going to get to see my family, I'm not going to get to be for a while. It was looking like I was maybe going to be spending it alone. And like that made me so much sadder than I expected. Like I never thought I would care about not celebrating Christmas before because Christmas really, Christmas as a concept means nothing to me, but I didn't realize how much I crave that time with my family and like, yeah, I'm I'm really sad that it's taken me 30 years to realize that I've been taking this for granted. Like I want like all I want right now is to just like be inside somewhere with heat that's warm. That's very important, and, yes. <laughs> and like playing games with my family and listening to Christmas music that makes me so grumpy and eating way too much food none of which I even really like and being with just being with my family and just spending that time together as a family and like celebrate like we don't really do that very often especially as we've gotten older and especially you know in the global pandemic and it just I want and even now like spending it alone or like spending it in Toronto in lockdown like I still like I'm, I'm craving those things I want to decorate and I want to listen to shitty I don't want to listen to music but I want <laughs> to bake and I want to drink eggnog and like I just want to I want to feel like I'm with people that I love because I'm so much sadder right now than I thought I would be definitely a lot of holiday feels like usually I'm so about Christmas and like I pull up my little Christmas tree like the middle of November and I get all my decorations up and I do my baking and I have you know, Christmas music on, and I, I even listen to Christmas music like on my headphones on my way to work. And this year, this year, I'm just not feeling it. And that makes me so sad too, because like it's like a I thing have, that you I love. Don't have Christmas spirit this year. And I think your your lack of Christmas spirit is what's hitting me harder than like anything else. And like I still I still put up my little tree, and I still. Like I did a bunch of Christmas baking and I turned on my rockabilly Christmas to do my baking too. And like, <laughs> just nice. And like, I was happy to be able to give people that I care about tins of baked goods, but like, I just don't care, which is weird. It's, it's also, I mean, I feel like for you, it's not weird. I feel like, <laughs> like for your, for your very specific circumstances, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> But it's also, and so my Tinder guy is in a, a similar position. It's weird that like, I feel now I've become like, I feel like I've manifested the Christmas spirit that I've never had before. And like, I just you want sucked you sucked it out to, of me. I have, maybe. <laughs> and I just want like, it, my sole purpose in life right now is to make sure you two have a good Christmas. And like, I just want these people that I love to be happy and spend time not alone on Christmas and I am like wait these people do you, that you love do you love the tinder boy do you 
Loves a Tinder boy. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, it's fine. Whatever. He's like not the worst. He's not the worst. And we're gonna sing together. It's fine. <sighs> anyway. And like I this is this is so new for me in the like A appreciating or like feeling the Christmas spirit and B being the like purveyor of the Christmas spirit and like I'm gonna make you two come over. I'm gonna make realistically you make food and we're gonna <laughs> it's okay. I've we're gonna got, have a goddamn already, Christmas. I've got brie and crackers on my grocery list. Yes. In our talks about Christmas and not spending Christmas alone and holiday feels, we also talked about New Year's. Mm-hmm. And about spending New Year's alone. <laughs> Um, not quite the direction I was going with that, but I can, I can take the lead on this. This is fine. <laughs> um, but just, oh, what, what was yeah, the... New Year's being another, another thing that is, is a bummer to spend alone and, and how we're not, we're definitely not the only ones who are in this situation. And so we were thinking maybe we could host like a, like a New Year's party online, Zoom party, Zoom. Yeah. like, and just everybody dress up fancy and eat a cheese ball. Yeah, everyone gets their own cheese ball. You have to provide your own cheese ball. Mm-hmm. Cheese balls will not be provided by us. That we should definitely put that disclaimer in. <laughs> and if you um, show up without a cheese ball, we're kicking you out. Yep. Yep. You get like a 30 minute mute warning to like go get a cheese ball. And if you don't, <laughs> gone. <laughs> um, fancy dress is optional, cheese ball required. <laughs> But yeah, just like a like a formal, informal, in in brackets, formal stitch night hangout. Let's just if you're if you're alone on New Year's or if you're you're kind of bummed on New Year's, come hang out with us. Or if you feel bad for us, that's fine too. Come come hang out with us. Yeah, we'll take your pity party. Yeah, I mean, is that our pity party that you're joining? How does that work? Maybe it's just a, a group pity party, universal pity party, potluck pity party, bring your own pity. I don't think that's <laughs> pity luck, pity mm-hmm. potluck, mm-hmm. bring your own pity and cheese ball. <laughs> is, is it a potluck if you're only bringing a cheese ball? <laughs> that's the only potluck I'm ever going to go to, but I'm only going to bring my own cheese ball. I'm just going to eat a cheese ball. <laughs> you just like show up with a cheese ball in your pocket and every now and then just like. Just a little spoon. <laughs> Eat a little piece of cheese out of your pocket. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, I um, completely derailed your entire thing about spending a nice New Year's with your weird internet friends. Yeah, you did. But we got on cheese, so it, like I kind of like cheese balls better. Now we're just a cheese cast. Listen, cheese. We should keep track of how many times we talk about cheese in an episode, because we were talking about brie like, earlier. Instead of doing shots every time we say cheese, we should just eat a piece of cheese <laughs> every time we say cheese. God, it would suck if you're lactose intolerant. Yeah, you can't come to our party. Sorry, Tinder boy. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Welp. Get good. <laughs> this is a mess. This is not great. <laughs> um, anyway, we would love to spend New-, New Year's with you. If you would like to spend New Year's with us. And your whole family is welcome. You can all crowd around your phone or laptop or whatever and hang out with us. Or actually, you know realistically, let us hang out with you, please. Bring your cats. Bring your cats. Yeah, you don't even have to be there. Just sit your cat in front of the camera. We'll be great. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we will. We'll, 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 this is a thing we're, we're noodling with. We're going to do it. Put it I in guess, the Discord. Probably. I don't know. Yeah, we'll put it in the Discord. Put it up in things. Talk to Maybe us. Maybe we'll know. use Instagram again. <sighs> I keep forgetting about that. Um, but yeah, if you if this is a thing that you think you'd be into, let us know and we will make sure to keep you updated on plans. Hey, so remember that time we started a fiber po- podcast? Speaking of yarn. Yeah, speaking of yarn and making things, what you working on? I I finished a sweater. Heck yeah. I finished my hey, very heck first yeah. sweater. No, that's exciting. My very first sweater ever. I decided fuck sleeves. Mm-hmm. And went with just like the little cap sleeves. Mm-hmm. Um, but I finished my first Professor Meow and I sent it out to my friend. And hopefully they get it before, I don't know, time is the world relevant. ends. Yeah. Um, but I finished, I finished my sweater. And Congratulations. I'm still, working, I'm still working on my other one. That one's going to take a very long time. When I do the face, I'm going to have nine pieces of strands of working yarn for the intarsia entirely too many which i'm not super looking forward to no um i hate that for you but it's okay it'll be cute when it's done so <laughs> um are you gonna have it done for christmas god no well, i got shit to do man mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. i've also got another snuggle is real cow on the go using a very nice ancient arts yarn it's called frolic which is such a good name for a yarn (laughs) or for anything really it's like shades of greens and there's like a little bit of red it's got that like deep burgundy wine red and like flecks of like a dark gold like i i use that um i use that for a subscription box one year and then i made a bodysuit out of it because i loved it so much um, and I was so impressed with you last time for like finishing a hat in like less than 24 hours. Oh, heck yeah. And then I just went and did that too. Yeah. I was like very surprised that you were surprised because that, that's, it, it's fine. It's, it's not hard. That's why I do it. <laughs> I just, I feel like I don't have the time to sit down and just like do a project. But then I did it. <laughs> so that's on me, I guess. I mean, I'll take your your praise and your awe. Yeah. yeah, I'll take your your praise and your awe. I'm fine with that. You don't have to know how easy it is to knock out a stocking hat. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I did a hat in double crochet and like I was done in a couple hours. So I take it back. Hats are not impressive. Boo. <laughs> um. Um. I think. I think that's all. Actually, you know, I've been um, doing a latch hook carpet. Oh, I didn't even know this. Yeah. Exciting. Uh, when did you start that? Like the day, a couple of days before I moved. So oh, that was no. like a few weeks ago. You've been keeping secrets from me for weeks? I forget about it. <laughs> I put it away and then it's just like out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I feel that way about Tinder guy. I, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to have it done before Christmas because it's Christmas trees, but it, it's not happening. Oh, that's so fun. What do you like? Acrylic or wool? Acrylic. It's just it's a set. Oh, it, like, cool. Oh, it came with all the stuff. I didn't like cut two inch pieces of yarn <laughs> a thousand times. 
yeah that's rough when I was in grade one my teacher she called her rug hooking um did that and then she and I started a rug hooking club and I stayed in at recesses to make a rug hooking rug with my teacher and the first like eight million recesses were just cutting yarn I can't believe you did that I didn't want to go outside <laughs> kids you know, out actually, there you know I can't take and I they're loud I take that back and they throw things I don't want to throw things we had a cross stitch club when i was in grade seven it was extremely short-lived yeah that's fair i wish i wish i had the temperament for cross stitch it's just so tiny and tedious and it works up so slowly and i just want things to be done i'm surprised you don't use bulky yarn more often (laughs) i know if you just want things done well like so this is the problem i'm having is that i love like fitted clothes like I love fitted sweaters and I love cropped like crop fitted sweaters and I like just like and I just I love the fabric that fingering weight makes like it just it looks nice like it look like (laughs) worsted weight always looks knit but fingering weight doesn't like fingering weight oh I don't even know how to phrase what I feel like fingering weight from far away it looks like it is not knit like it looks you get more of the full picture of the yarn it's like thinner it's like drapier it's just you know you can just kind of do more with it I feel and I just like I love the way fingering weight looks so much that like bulky weight's the exact opposite it just it looks knit and it looks big and it looks bulky and I just there's just so much of it I'm like flailing around to show how much of it how much of it there is But like a fitted, cropped, bulky sweater just feels like you've wrapped yourself in bubble wrap, you know? In bubble wrap? Maybe not. But like, it was just the first thing I think of when I wrap. Like, it just, it's just, it's bulky, you know? And you can't put your arms down. You're like that kid in the Christmas story who's got too many winter jackets on. You can't put his arms down. That's just what I feel like all the time. The one time I wore a bulky sweater. (laughs) You've been wearing that one that my friend's aunt gave us yeah well that sweater just changed my life it's we'll have to take a picture of it it's like it's one of those sweaters that like gets passed around in families because someone someone like someone's someone's grandma made it and it's just been passed around but nobody really likes it because it's like not it's a little it's a grandma sweater it's It's a sweater it has a a shape it has several shapes even i would say um and it's just like bulky weight maybe even like super bulky um, wool that when you think of like the classic like that grandma is a sweater, knit sweater, it's a knit sweater, you know, like not, not grandmas who like know what's up with yarn and like get the nice stuff. Like before there was when, the nice stuff, there was grandma. When they, they had to grandma. survive in the frigid Canadian frontier. Yeah. yeah. It's heavy. Um, it's so heavy. Like it is, it's like a weighted blanket that I can wear, which I love. Um, and this, yeah, this, well, first of all, because our, our, this is, we don't live in an apartment. What is this? Oh, our store. This, this store. Our store is so cold. <laughs> I'm here more than I'm at my apartment. So I just, I think I live here now. I don't know. That's fair. Anyway, our store is so cold and this sweater is so big and heavy and it's great. I had um, to like trick you into taking it off to leave the other day. You did. I did not care for that. <laughs> um, anyway, so this has made me, so, so there's a two part to this. So there's this sweater 
And then there's also, we bought a lot of beautiful bulky yarn. And now I'm just like, oh, it's so pretty. And I want it. So I've been, so I've been doing a Google for bulky yarn sweaters is my new thing. I want to, I'm going to, I'm going to try to find a pattern for a bulky sweater. I'm going to knit it. And then hopefully I won't hate it is the whole point of the story. That sounds like um, a very good like trajectory. Yeah. This is like, well, cause I also, we need like, we need samples for the bulky yarn. Mm-hmm. So for the store. So I don't know. I've been looking for, um, I've been looking for a bulky sweater pattern, but I don't know. So this is the other thing. I thought bulky would knit up with a, like, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't, I didn't think you'd have to use so much yarn because it's bulky. So I thought you could use less yarn and it would just be bigger, which is annoying. But apparently that is not the case. And because like I can make a sweater in my size, like a fitted, like three quarter length sweater in my size, I can make with like 200 grams of fingering weight. But to make a bulky sweater, I need like 400 grams. That's a lot. It's going to gonna be bulky. Anyway. So I've been looking for bulky sweater patterns and I'm just, I'm not really finding any that I love. I found one. It's called the Dottie Pullover. I thought you would like because it's a bulky broken seed stitch. I just don't know if I can do another. Commit to another. Yeah. I hate pearls. I hate it. I'm going on record. I'm going on record saying I hate pearling. What if you just like took a sweater pattern that you've already done and just did math? No, thank you. Dear God, I can't think of anything worse. Do a gauge swatch and just do math about it. Now you're just mocking me. (laughs) A little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. And then, so I found this other pattern that I actually really liked. And it was, it's super pretty. And it's, um, it's in, it's in a huge range of sizes. So I could do, because I feel like for a bulky sweater, I have to do an oversized sweater, which I guess is where the 400 grams comes in. But like. You know, just really lean into the big bulky bagginess of it. But this, and so the the only kind of pattern that I liked, it's super cute. It's like a V-neck. It's like not, it doesn't have shaping. It's kind of just like a, this is a bulky sweater. But it's like it's a nice one. But the 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 designer labeled the sizes, not by measurements but by age. And so the size that I would have to make is for a 12 to 14 year old stop laughing (laughs) (laughs) you're uh you're fun size that just doesn't feel nice you're like like a snack pack (laughs) I am 30 years old I own many plants and two businesses I don't want to make a sweater for a 14 year old for a 12 to 14 year old it's not even proper teen. Ugh. I don't know. So like, I know it's just like a, it's like a, like size labels are meaningless, and like, what matters is the measurements. But like, I just, I'm so bummed out. <laughs> like, as someone who has struggled for the majority of my life to gain weight and maintain a healthy weight, like being told that I am the size of a 14 year old is just kind of a bummer. So I don't know. 
So, I don't know. so maybe I'll just like make my own, I guess. I'm a designer. I can do that. Yeah. But then there's, then there's math. That's, that's like even more math. I don't know. So anyway, here's a call out to send me bulky sweater patterns, knit bulky sweater patterns that aren't ugly and aren't for kids, please. That's what I want for Christmas <laughs> or whatever holiday. I don't even care for whatever holiday you want to give it to me for. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. So the bulky sweater is in the hopefully not so distant future. <laughs> um, maybe one day. Oof. What are you what are you working on right now? Because I'm pretty sure I can count at least at least three other sweaters that you're four sweaters. Okay. You know what? We don't need this is not a math podcast. We don't need your counting. <laughs> So, so what are you working on? <clears throat> so you have, you have been making a number of these jokes and I have been disgruntled about them. So I, I went home the other night and I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to count my whips. and I'm going to prove John wrong. Mm-hmm. And oh no, <laughs> John, oh no. So in fact, you were proving me wrong in the sense that you have more whips than I've been making fun of you for? Your silence says so much. Sorry, you're cutting out. Gotta go. Bye. <laughs> it doesn't work. I can still see you. Ugh. Um. <clears throat> uh, I have eight sweaters on my needles. <laughs> I have three sweaters that are almost done, but need that are like pretty much done, but need minor modifications or finishing touches and or end weaves. And I have two sweaters that were commissions that people have paid me for the yarn. And I have not started yet. So that is, I think, 13. And then I also have, now I have another fucking sweater for this fucking Tinder guy because instead of saying I love you when I was feeling like it, I wanted to say I love you, I instead said, do you want me to make you a sweater for Christmas? So you're Which, trying to get rid of him? Apparently. Just uncomfortable with motions, you know? Just, just gotta, just gotta, yeah, just gotta, yeah, person, yeah. it's fine. Um... So now I got this fucking sweater to make. And he's so long. There's so You should do it in bulky. Of... No, he This is why this is why communication is important. Because instead of just saying, Hey, I am deeply invested in this relationship and I think I'm definitely probably in love with you, I said, Hey, do you want me to make a, you a sweater out of that yarn that you really like and don't know what to do with? So now I'm making this whole fucking long ass, long, tall person sweater at a fingering weight in a colorway that I hate looking at because it's his favorite thing in the world. So that's sweaters. 
<laughs> what else you got? Because I'm pretty sure you didn't finish the bodysuit. <clears throat> I was not counting as a sweater because it was not technically a sweater. But no, no, uh, we're we're done with sweaters. What else are you working on? Cool, 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 cool. Um, I have <laughs> two whips left over from gifts for people who are not in my life anymore. Um, but I'm like too far in to comfortably frog because there was like it was, you know put a good amount of work in it. Um, so I'm probably just gonna finish them and regift them. Not gonna lie. Fair. You're uh, the one who will know. You, because you're getting one of them. Oh, Dubs. cool. <laughs> Which is why I'm not saying what they are. <laughs> Fair. Um, that was that. Uh, ooh, a baby blanket that I started for a good friend of mine um, when she first told me she was pregnant. How old is the baby now? <laughs> Almost two. <laughs> <laughs> um... What else? Oh, there's because I had my sweater pile, and then I had I had my sweater whip pile, and then I had my sweater almost finished pile, and then I had my needs to be a sweater pile, and then I had my other things, and there was definitely something else in the other thing. Bodysuit, baby blanket, two gifts. <laughs> uh, let's just call it there. That's fine. You know what? That's that's probably enough. Anyway, so so we're sitting close to about eighteen. That is not a number I've come to with. <laughs> so my New Year's resolution. About, like, the three sweaters I'm working on. Ugh. And they're all fucking fingering weight. All of them. Because that's what I like working with. And I hate myself. <laughs> but you want to start a new sweater. And I want to start a new sweater. But that's a, that's a business sweater. You know? We need, we need samples. We need store samples. We need to show people what they can do with this yarn. And it's cold in here. I'm nodding. You're, yeah, no, you're trying to convince <laughs> me, but I think you're trying to convince yourself. Yeah, that might be true. And it's not working. You know what? No, it's working. Because that, that Akara, that Akara caramel macchiato, oh boy. That one no. speaks to you? Oh, caramel macchiato or sprinkle cookie. Oof. Maybe both. Just get a whole Starbucks order. Not Starbucks because I don't drink syrup. A whole indie golden gecko. Oh, a whole golden gecko order. Oh, they have sprinkled donuts now. They're so good. Have you had one yet? No, but it looks it looks so good. Julian, what are the what are the donuts like? Yeah, Julian, send us a voice clip about the donuts. <laughs> um. So I actually I had an idea for another voice clip segment. Ooh, yay! What? Um. So I was on Tumblr and because that's what I do with my life. Mm -hmm. um, like somebody had posted um, saying that they were asking their friends and family to describe their gender without using words like male or female or words typically associated with gender. Mm -hmm. So how would you describe your gender? <laughs> That was perfect, and that is my answer. <laughs> uh, couldn't have been timed any better. Love that. Love that that happened. <sighs> How would I describe my gender? I, I feel. Hmm. I usually don't answer like because there's always that that like like gender 
questions and stuff going around like or like describe your gender in memes or whatever and like I've never felt that's for me as a cis person I don't know or definitely those like yeah I don't know I, don't know. I also don't like I don't know that for me personally there's a distinction between my gender and personality they kind of just feel the same I don't know how do I describe my gender I would describe my gender as like a gray I'm, I'm picturing a like a scene my my, my gender is like a, it's a print mm-hmm. like a eight eight by six print and there, there's a a pink pink and white cloudy background and then there's a big old gray gray ass rain cloud right in the middle and then instead of rain falling is just stars that's my gender hmm but like not like not like normal stars, like magical girl stars. Of course. Obviously. Naturally. <laughs> I think my gender is depressed magical girl. I don't think that's gender, that's just you. Yeah. See, this is what like I just gender I think my gender and personality are kind of all one See, of the but same. I guess mine is kind of the same too, because I would say calloused hands and elbow patches. Oh fuck yeah. That is like viscerally you. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Oh, that's so nice. Just like so, oh, I like that. I want to. I want to hear what other people how how they would describe their gender if they weren't going to use words like male or female or hmm. kind of gender anything in that words. realm. Yeah. Send us voice clips. Yeah. Or emails. Brighten, brighten our days. Yeah. Send what us emails because if you text me them, I, they will get lost. John's very popular and gets a lot of texts. There's two I don't know people. if you know, John's a Libra. So popular. Everybody loves them. If I were a song, I'd be that one popular song from uh, Wicked. I was going to say popular by the Veronicas. It, either way, it's popular. <laughs> we get it, John. Everybody loves you. Except for my husband. Oh, oh, oh I hated that. I set that up <laughs> and as it was coming out of my mouth, I'm like, this is bad. Don't do that. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, but you're like all judgy about my number of whips that I have. But, you know, in my defense, I am also a accidental designer who now has to put out an original pattern a month, which is a lot. And, you know, it takes up a lot of my knitting time. And yet you continue to cast on sweaters. I just really want sweaters. I'm very cold. Um, but I also, yeah, so I've been doing that. Oh, because, yeah, no, I can do the reveal. Because the, the last, my last pattern I was actually very pleased with um, was a, a colorwork gift bag. That was fun. It was a fun design. I enjoyed right. that. I've already used it twice. It's very cute. Thanks. I like. And with that, or during that designing process, I found myself um, at my partner's house without my meds and not having meds when I need them or you the generic you when not having meds when you need them is real rough especially now um, I've been working with my doctor on trying to find a better balance of meds that I'm on as my needs and life have changed <laughs> um so it was especially rough not having them when I needed them um deeply inconvenient so then I was like I need a thing because I usually have extras but then the extras aren't always where I am and it's just inconvenient so anyway Long story short, 
I decided to knit up like a little, a very, very simplified version of the gift bag in that it's also a bag, but it's not in any way related to the gift bag pattern that I did. Um, it was the same yarn? It was the same yarn. And it's, it's a tiny little like one by two inch pouch that is for my keychain. And I'm putting, um, I'm putting an extra set of meds in there. Cause like the key, like my, my coat, my purse, my blah, 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 always changes. I frequently leave somewhere without my wallet. The only thing I always have is my keys. I'm just going to like keep my meds on my keys in this little pill, pill pouch. So that was super fun. Um, so I, I've made a little, yeah, I made that and I'm going to write it up and just make it as a free pattern because I am certain slash deeply hope that this is not just a me problem. And uh, I'm sure there are other people out there who need who, who could use a, a, little, a little pouch, a little pocket pouch? Um, but in doing that, I realized, A, I hate I-cords. I am so sick of I-cords. I have just too many. Um, and B, it's so small. And that I-cord would be so small. So I tried, I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna play around with something. I'm just gonna find a different cord that I can use. And I think I invented a cord. It looks really cool. Um, and so I do the backwards loop cast on for as many stitches as I think I did twice as many as the bag. And then I just did a bind off right away without knitting any of the stitches. And it became this like really cool flat on one side, rounded on the other side braid. What like kind a kind of, of what kind of bind off did you do? Uh just standard bind off. Um yeah, backward loop cast on and the standard bind off. And it made this like really cool, cute, like flat rounded 3d like it looks like a 3d braid and i was all super almost excited like, about it because i invented like a, a thing crochet chain yeah a little bit maybe so i maybe also just invented crochet i don't know for knitting i was fun. so proud yeah i was so proud and i showed it to you and you're like that's crochet chain i was like well fuck <laughs> But, you know, if you don't have a cro crochet hook handy, you can do crochet for knitting. And then you just have a crochet chain that you can't do anything with because you don't have a crochet hook. So <laughs> sucks for you. you use it instead of an I-cord. You can use it instead of an I-cord. Nobody wants to do an I-cord. You know what you could use it for if you didn't, like, have a crochet hook handy? A hairband? A choker? A belt. A belt? A very thin belt? A provisional cast-on? John, we need to talk about provisional cast-ons because you are constantly stressing me out with yours. I have done two. And you, you complain about them so aggressively the whole time. And there is, I need you to know, and I know you know because I tell you this constantly, and yet... Constantly? You told me like twice. Anyway, so the provisional cast-on that John is always complaining about and therefore I am complaining about is... A crochet chain that you then... How about you explain it? Because I'm going to yawn again. A crochet chain that you just like pick up like the back loops on your knitting needles and just work into that. What's the problem? Because then when you have I to just, go back and you unpick it, if you, may, if you pick up your stitches in the wrong direction, then the crochet chain doesn't like pull off cleanly and it's super annoying and it's stressful and I hate it. I have... And feelings about provisional cast on. Anyway, really? so <laughs> um, 
So for the provisional cast on that uh, John uses, and that is kind of the the standard one um, that people use for some reason, which I can't figure out because it's so tedious, is you do a crochet chain um, and then you use your knitting needles and you pick up stitches along the back kind of loop and you then have um, live stitches on your needles that you can work with and you knit as normal. And then when you're done, you go back and you... Uh, like pull out the crochet chain and ideally it's a very smooth easy process and then so they're, they're not even sitting on your needles this is, makes no sense I don't know why people do this so you pull out the chain and then as you pull out the chain you like use your knitting like I'm gonna kitchener stitch into these stitches like I'm not gonna work into them anymore but this is so much more work than it has to be provisional cast ons are great this method is terrible yeah, so if you need a provisional cast on, there is a method that you can do where you do the cast on onto you, it's it's kind of similar to like Judy's magic cast on, which you're now found a fan of. And so you do a kind of like twisty motion and you're just creating loops onto the needles that you're gonna work with and then an extra cord. Um and it can be a spare set of needles or it can be a just I, I just do it onto like an actual like interchangeable cord. Then you work up and do whatever you need to do. And then you just take your needles off that project cord and then you stick them on to the project cord on the bottom and then you just work it that way. No mess, super tidy, super clean, none of this crochet nonsense. And it just stresses me out every time someone uses not that method because it's so much more work. It's bad. What is this method called? I will, I will share my favorite link um, for ease of- Ease of access. Ease of access. Highly recommend. It's a good one. I'm still not going to do it. Your life is so much more difficult than it needs to be. Most of that's not my fault. You're not wrong. But in this case, you definitely are. <laughs> <laughs> there, I'm sure there are plenty of uses. There are plenty of ways to blend knitting and crocheting to create a beautiful amalgamation of these two wonderful crafts. Provisional cast on is not it. <laughs> I like seeing you get all worked up because usually I'm the one who gets worked up about stuff. I'm very worked up. I've had a lot of coffee and I have not had breakfast yet. And I am like vibrating with the intensity of my rage of crochet chain provisional cast-ons. You should probably eat lunch. You should definitely eat lunch. We're going to go have a lunch break, I guess. Yeah. A lunch break for two weeks. <laughs> we'll it'll see it'll be two weeks. Yeah. It'll be two weeks this time, not three, hopefully. Are we going to address that or are we just going to? No. Life sucks. Life sucks. Thanks for listening to the 14th episode of the Bisexual Podcast. You can find our show notes, including photos and links to our patterns and designers and the things we talk about on our website, bisexualpodcast.ca. We are on Instagram as at bisexualpodcast. You can find me at underscore dangerous John and Kelsey at KelseyGrammar23. Please consider leaving a rating or review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach more disaster queer yarn folk. Also, join our Discord server where you can find an invite to it on our website um, or on the link in our Instagram bio. We have bi-weekly stitch nights and also maybe one for New Year's. Yay! Bring your cheese ball. And your cats. Mostly the cheese ball. And cats.